Hey, hi, welcome. This is Christine. Welcome back to Sister Saints. I'm so excited to be here with my good friend Camilla. She is so awesome. <laughs> she is a student right now. Well, she's taking the summer off. But she was actually one of my young women's a couple years ago. Not very long. Just kidding. <laughs> a long time ago. But I love that she's willing to talk to us about her mission today. And I love that she went out and served and helped these people so much out in. She served in Baltimore, Maryland. And she, you, when did you come back? In November of 2019. So in November of 2019, so you missed like all the COVID crazy. Yeah, I did. Came right before. <laughs> Isn't that so crazy? So I'm so excited to hear her stories and um, the lessons that she learned. Um, so why did you decide to serve, Camilla? Um, so my sophomore year in high school, my parents decided to move us out to New Jersey. And in New Jersey, I had lots of opportunities to share the gospel and to... I was the only member in my school at the time, and so it was like a huge culture shock for me. So, because before you were living in Utah, yes, right? Yes, I was. So, so why, why did your parents choose to move you out there? We moved for my dad's job. Okay. So this was in high school. Yes. And it was kind of a scary experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you were the only members. Yeah. You I and was. your sisters. Yeah. Is that? And yeah. so how did that influence you? Um, it really made me appreciate the impact that the gospel has in my life and the importance of being an example to other people every day. That I love that. I I see your example with all these people around you. I, I mean, it's so interesting because I feel like here in Utah, a lot of times then we think everyone's a member, so everyone knows. And then you go out to somewhere else and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, there's so much work everywhere. And I love that President Nelson is like, literally... Anytime you do anything that helps someone come closer to Christ, then you're like helping the gospel. <laughs> what is it? You're, um, what is it? Gathering Israel. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I love that. So it's like just a smile. And I, and Camilla is so good at smiling and being friendly and she's just such a great person. And I'm so excited to hear this. So you moved out there and you felt really inspired that you needed to go because you were 18. Is that when you were out there or 17? Yeah, I moved when I was 15 and I lived there for three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a lot longer than I thought it was. You guys were gone a long time. Yeah. Um, so you served in Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. And um, you're, you were telling me you had some eternal investigators or people who had listened to the missionaries a lot. Sometimes we call them eternal investigators. Yes. So they listened to the missionaries a lot, but they never wanted to get baptized. Yeah. They just never really had the desire to make the next step. So uh, who are these baptism. people? Tell me a little bit about them. So, um, their names are Martha and Miguel and they have four children and they kind of just like welcomed everyone in the neighborhood into their house. So there's all these kids running in and out of their house and they were just like, they had really good hearts and they just loved people. And I learned a lot from them because they took the time to hear what we had to say. And they wanted to have all their family hear what we had to say too. So we would go over, um, probably like once a week and just share it, like stories about Jesus Christ and how he's helped us in our lives. And I really felt a powerful spirit come inside their home and just their desire and willingness to just take the time to be with us. So they had been working with the missionaries for a long time. Yes, they did. And, um, so what changed? Did something change or 
so you worked with them for a long time. Did they end up getting baptized? What What was yeah. the change that happened? Do you know? So they had a 16-year-old son, and elders had come, moved into our area after we had left. The sisters had moved out. And so um, the elders started mainly teaching their son, and he wanted to get baptized. And Martha and Miguel are like, wait, what's going on? <sighs> and he's like, oh, maybe we want to get baptized too. And so the elders were able to you know, explain more about baptism and they were able to come to church more consistently and their son got baptized and they also were able to get baptized at the same time as their son. Oh, that's so great. So, um, were you in the area at the time? No, I wasn't. I was in a different area, but I had heard from the elders talking about it, that they were getting baptized. So it's fun that you worked with them and then later they ended up getting baptized. So what did that teach you? Um, it really taught me the importance of the Lord's timing in my life and how, you know, Martha and Miguel's conversion timing was so different from what I wanted it to be <laughs> from all the, all the other missionaries teaching them wanted it to be and how personal it is. And knowing that in my life now that the Lord has a certain time for me, whether I want things to happen or not, the Lord knows when it's supposed to happen in my life and with school and jobs and everything he just knows and has a plan. I love that. I just think so often we're like, especially as a missionary, you're like, I'm here to teach the gospel and to help people get baptized. And then a lot of times you're like, what is wrong? (laughs) I feel like I'm doing all the things and it's not working out. But I love that you're able to get that perspective. It's not so much like our timing or when we're supposed to do it. It's like Heavenly Father is like, hey, here's the deal. Like I'm working with them the same way I'm working with you. I'm going to teach you lessons and them lessons through this. So I really like that. So after you've been back from your mission and you've seen that with school and work, do you have any examples of the Lord's timing in your life right now? Yeah. So I actually got back and I wanted to be a teacher, uh, study teaching. And um, the Lord told me I didn't, it wasn't supposed to do that. And so it was really frustrating because I didn't know what else I wanted to do. And so I came back and I was still going to school and taking some classes. And I was just really not receiving exact direction or focus in my life that I was supposed to do something. And so it was difficult knowing that like the Lord still had a plan for me and he had timetable, but I had to learn through that struggle of figuring out and trying different things. And then eventually I was able to, you know, decide what I wanted to do. <laughs> That's great. Which is so great. Cause then I was like, Oh, the Lord did have a plan in my life. He just keep teaching me. It. Well, it's so hard when you're like in the grind of it. You're like, yeah. because I remember coming home and thinking, I did my time on my mission. Life should not be this hard. (laughs) Like I should just, things should be laid out for me and life should be, I mean like the mission, the challenges that I learned that, that I went through, like everything should be easier now. And it was not easier when I came home. I'm like, how come I'm struggling with dating? How come I'm struggling with school and with classes and with degrees? And I'm like, this is so much. I'm like, I just want to go back on my mission. (laughs) I don't want to face all these problems, but it's, it's fun being like almost 40 years old and looking back and it's like that time taught me so much too. Like, it's so great that Heavenly Father's like, this is, I can work with all of these phases of your life. Like I can help you through all of them. So I'm glad, glad you got that lesson learned. You'll probably have to keep learning that. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I love that. Like the times on our mission are so, um, I I don't know, like influential. It's like every time it's like the Lord's timing. Oh, that reminds me of Miguel, you know, like it's like Heavenly Father gives us these people and they teach us lessons like throughout our whole lives. So I love that. I think that's so great. Um, you have a great story about 
um, someone that was contacting the missionaries because they saw the Book of Mormon play on Broadway. Is that right? Yeah. So there's this girl <laughs> named Allison, and she was 17. She was going into her senior year, and actually her school was doing the Book of Mormon play at their school. And oh, so they, I didn't know that like, was a thing. They <laughs> had copies of the Book of Mormon that they were like using as props and stuff. And so she decided to take one home one of the days, and she started reading it. And she was really curious, and so she contacted us, and we were able to give her a church tour and talk more about the Book of Mormon and questions she had. And it was so cool because, you know, a lot of people think a lot of negative things about the Book of Mormon play because there's a lot of not-so-very-great things about the church that, you know, that is portrayed in a different view. And so it was so cool seeing how the Lord can just use so many different outlets to touch people's lives and to be able to influence them and show them the gospel. Isn't that so crazy? What was her name? Her name was Allison. Allison. And how old was she? She was 17. She was 17 and she called the missionaries? Yeah. And you were one of the missionaries that was was able to contact her? Did she end up getting baptized? She is not. She didn't get baptized yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. I I still follow (laughs) her and message her sometimes. And the sisters were teaching her a couple months ago, but then she uh, went off to college. And so she... So there's still time though. There is. There's still time. (laughs) So what did that teach you? Um, it really taught me that the Lord is able to work with us through so many different people and experiences and things that are in the world, but not necessarily we need to be in the world, but, or of the world. And so that the Lord, you know, has so many different tools and resources that we're able to use, um, to help us out in our lives and to touch other people's lives. And even if we don't understand it, we're like that. Yeah. Cause sometimes that book of Mormon play, I'm like, it swears so much. And yeah, <laughs> but then at the same time, it's like, I mean, it's making people curious about our church. So yeah. I love, I love that that can be used as a, as a missionary tool. Um, so how has that influenced you after your mission? Um, it's really made me think of different ways that the Lord can reach out to people and like how like we can feel the spirit in ways that we might not be able to think we feel the spirit like in certain plays or like in just entertainment and media and how the Lord can just really be in everything if we're really trying to stand in holy places and be with him. I love that. I think that's so great. I do think that there's no separation between like church and state. (laughs) It's not like this is where the Lord can be. And this is where he's not. It's like, no, everything, there are connections in every single thing that we see and do. Like we can see God's hand in all the things, especially depending on where our heart is, like if we're searching him. So I really like that. Thanks, Camilla. And I want to hear what your last story about some recent converts. Yes. So I was in my last area and The sisters had gotten really close to these recent converts, and then I came in with a new sister, and so we really didn't know them. And we would go over once a week and read the scriptures with them, and it was kind of hard because they were super close to the other sisters, and so I didn't really feel like we were connecting with them. And um, they came to Sunday school with us, and um, we would just help them try to be more involved in Sunday school. And after I got home on my mission... I never really thought about reaching out to them because I was never really close to them. So they had just been baptized when you and your companion. Yes. So they had taken the other companionship out and put two new sisters yeah. in. Yeah. And and those and those people had just been baptized, so it was probably pretty hard for them. Yeah, because like, they really wanted the other missionaries. Yeah. So. so, so what ended up happening? So you went home after your mission. Yes. And what happened? So uh, last November, President Nelson gave the Give Thanks Challenge. And um, I just felt prompted one day to 
write that I was thankful for my glasses, which is kind of just a funny thing. With your glasses to be able to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I was thankful that I could see through them. <laughs> and um, she ended up uh, feeling inspired to send me a message through Facebook Messenger because that's how we uh, communicated. communicated. Yeah. And she uh, told me the story that happened in Sunday school one time that I didn't even like remember or think about <laughs> was important. And she messaged me and said, um, one day in Sunday school, um, I was going to answer a question and I was afraid to answer it. You encouraged me to answer the question out loud that, and told me that I was correct. I remember this about you and the strength it gave me to believe in my knowledge of Jesus, the Bible and the book of Mormon. I did understand and know things inside, but I didn't always feel confident to speak out loud in front of the lifelong members about the feeling I would not say the right things or only new members speak up and we always answer wrong. I felt good to speak out loud in front of everyone and be correct and feel confident about my answer. Thank you for giving me confidence in believing myself and knowing I could hold a deeper learning and speak it. The meetings outside of the church are always silly and stuff and so she just like sent me that and it totally made my day because I don't even even remember encouraging her to like share it out loud because it was just something that I just do is I, I love to encourage people, and especially to say answers in Sunday school. But I just thought it was so cool because it was something simple I did and I do every day that like totally changed her life and her, you know, life in the church and knowing that she can feel confident in the answers and the stuff about Jesus Christ. Isn't that so awesome? So it's like you were just doing what you do and um like you being taught the way that you've been taught and um and feeling inspired to share the gospel, then you were able to like go out there and I mean like literally I just I just want to get this across to everyone. Like literally you just being you will help people in this world. <laughs> And there's just such a need for like the light that you give and you don't even realize it. And I'm so, I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that you went out and shared the gospel with these people. And I know your time sharing the gospel is not over, but I'm so grateful that you, that you, um, it's hard for me not to say like that you gave up a year and a half of your life. Like it wasn't giving, giving it up, but I guess sacrificing it, knowing that, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, you don't know like how your companions are going to be or what you're going to be asked to go through. But Heavenly Father knows all of those things and prepared all of that for you. And I love that that lady is just like, um, you helped me be a better person by you just being you. <laughs> I think that's so great. So um, how has that influenced you after your mission? It really helped me notice the small and simple things I do. Um, in my everyday lives and my interactions with people and how it can really um, change their lives. And so it like has made me have those little small things been more meaningful in my life and tried to make them more meaningful in other people's lives, knowing that like I can just help people just by being myself. Like what you were saying, like God's made us all unique and has given us all these experiences and knowledge to be able to help people. And the small things we do can make the biggest impact in their lives. And we don't even know it. Yeah. I, I <laughs> didn't even remember doing that. Isn't that so great? I love that Heavenly Father is like, just, just give me anything, like give me anything. And I can like work with all of the things 
And I, um, I've loved knowing Camilla since you were like 12 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so great that like, I remember, I remember teaching you in young women's like a million years ago. And I remember the light and the happiness that you had as a 12 year old. And I just think that like so often as we get older then. Um, there's just so many issues and problems in the world and sometimes our lights like get a little bit dimmer like struggles are real and life is real and it's really hard and I love that I've I've seen like I've kind of seen your up and downs and like I just feel like you're just so full of light I I mean like you've had your struggles you've had your sadnesses and your issues and and Heavenly Father's like I can use all of that for you to go out and help the world. And I, and I know that you did <laughs> like, and you continue to do it. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that we have these missions that we can like literally, um, like we don't even know we carry this light a lot of times. And, and Heavenly Father's like, look, I can show you how different you are. Come on a mission. <laughs> it's so great. So what's your biggest mission takeaway? Um, I think my biggest mission takeaway is, just knowing that the Lord is aware of us in our everyday lives and that he qualifies us when he calls us. And a lot of the times on my mission, I was put with different companions that were super extroverted or introverted. And I kind of had to, you know, understand where I was coming from. And that when Heavenly Father put me with a super introverted companion, I was, I'm also introverted kind of, and that he was able to help me shine and like glow and, you know, just to be able to be myself, but like put myself out there when I was not feeling super confident or, you know, super strong and knowing that the Lord is just aware of me where I'm at right now and that he wants to help me and knows and can see my potential and helps me see other people's potential, which is so amazing. I love all of that. I'm so thankful for Camilla and I'm going to leave it right there. That was so beautiful. Thanks, Camilla. That is the end. Thanks for listening to Sister Saints.